Thank you for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted, where you will hear biblical truths that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and let Christ take center stage of your life. This episode is another short devotional to help you get your day started. So please pause for a moment, take a deep breath, and be blessed. Today is part six of a six-part series on my dyslexia. It is the final one. And yes, I know, final series are hard to leave behind, but we must move on. I have really enjoyed this. I really have. It has really given me an opportunity to really just reflect and just really think about my dyslexia and allowing God to redefine it for me has been such a blessing. And I really pray and hope that you do the same thing as well. So let's get started. The question today is, what has been my biggest blessing in being dyslexic? Two things, getting to know Christ more intimately. And the second one is Jesus using the gifts and talents he has put in me for his service. Now, in part five of this series, I share with you what I want people to know about me as someone that has dyslexia. I provided you with my signs and symptoms of this neurobiological disorder and also share with you the social and emotional impact it has had on me. Now, because I have had dyslexia all my life, but I have not known Christ all my life, he has known me. When he introduced himself, I did not know what awaited me. Now, God has used my pain, my difficulties, my challenges of having dyslexia to draw me to him. I am hardwired to master a task that's given to me because once I know that I have mastered it, I won't forget it. Some people may call that perfectionism, but God has used this to his advantage. And that is, I am driven to know him and to make him known. But more importantly, I am driven to submit and to surrender all for the cause of Christ. I said before, I am a work in progress. I'm under new management, and that is Christ. He is my sovereign Lord. But you know what? I should have known something was up when Christ waited until I became a Christian to reveal to me my talents, which is teaching and encouraging others. And my quest for biblical knowledge about him has never wavered. I find no greater joy than this. I have given my heart to him in chunks. But because I know the journey is not over, I am intentional about giving him my all. He has taken my dyslexia and used it for his glory in so many ways. And I am humbled. He has changed my attitude about dyslexia. He has changed my attitude about dyslexia. It is no longer my excuse for not moving forward, but the reason I take the next step. The other blessing is ministry. I spoke about this in part four, but I will just briefly recap for you. I think about what God has done for me. I know where he has brought me from. I know what my life was before I surrendered to his amazing love. 
ministering to him and for him is the most natural thing that I know to do. But what is real funny is I keep trying to repay the debt I owe, knowing full well that I can never repay him for purchasing my life, for the grace and the mercy and the love and the sacrifices he has made for me. I know I will never be able to repay him for what he's done. I'm often reminded King David when he wanted to build the Lord a house, a sanctuary, because at this time the ark was still in a tent. And I imagine David standing at his window, looking at the sanctuary, looking at this tent, the place of worship is housed, and he is in a house. But yet the Lord lived in a tent. And so David went to work, setting aside all his riches and his wealth so that this temple could be built for the Lord. What else can I do to bring you glory? And so he set about it. Yet he was not allowed to build that house. His son did, but it was built. And I think that's how I have felt. Lord, what can I do? And it's an everyday question. Lord, what can I do today to bring you glory, to bring souls to you, to introduce people that have dyslexia to you? What can I do? What else can I do? Tell me what to do. Put someone in my path today. Put in me something to say in the podcast that will reach someone that is struggling with this thing called dyslexia. That they are so encouraged to give you another chance, another opportunity to draw them closer to you. I'm also reminded when King David wrote Psalms 8, 4, he says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? And I ask that question often, Lord, who am I that you are mindful That you say that I am the apple of your eye. That you sent your son to die for me. Who am I? I am so unworthy. Yet you came. Yet you lived, you loved, and you died for me. So that I could be the recipient of your love and share it with others. You know, the Lord has drawn me with his loving kindness. And that is why my greatest joy is to please him, to make him known through this ministry he has given me. I am gifted with many talents because of the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. I owe him everything, and I want to spend the rest of my life in service to him. So to answer the question, what has been my greatest joy in being dyslexic? getting to know Christ, and making him known. Thank you for listening to another episode from Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted. If you know an adult with dyslexia, please share these short devotionals with them. For more devotionals, please visit my website at www.wrpublication.com where you can read or listen to archived shows. Thank you again for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted and be blessed.